When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101. Blue, Joe Grande, Mark and Craig, the Pot Brothers at Law, and here today, Elvis with us. Hey, buddy. How are you, man? I am doing very, very good, but... Nice. You know, we've got somebody on the line that we kind of got to get in and out because right, right, right. he might be in and out. So, you yeah. know, Joe, oh, yes. I know you're muted because you got some background noise, but come on, man. Hop in. Hi, Joe. Hi, guys. How are you? Wow. You, you sound like hell. Just so people know, Joe had a major surgery like a, a week, uh, just like... It went, you know, whenever long it was. It's nine days, maybe. And, so. Yeah, and I and I got to be honest with you. I have known you, Joe, for thirty years almost. I have never heard you sound like this before, bro. You okay? Well, yeah. This is actually the worst I've ever been oh. after surgery. What they did to the ligaments and the ankle and the shaving of the bone and the right. screw bone and all this stuff just oh, had. I didn't realize I was going to be in, to be honest with you. Yeah, this this far out. Well, so you know, like, wow. You know, from the days leading up the surgery, you and I connected. We were this and that. Because, you know, I've been through multiple surgeries myself. And then, uh, you know, the day of the surgery, I, I I hit up your wife. By the way, she hit on me. I'm just letting you know. Um, What's new? Yeah. Well, it's okay. I, I was over there the other day. And, you know, you thought I remember when you thought I left, Joe. <laughs> So, so 30 <laughs> seconds later, you were back, right? Well, it's all the time I had, you know, <laughs> but people, poor Joe had this major surgery and he posted and he sent me some pictures of his, what I like to call his Franken ankle. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yes. That thing, I like that. That thing is hideous, dude. I am so sorry. You're going through this, man. Yeah. See, the funny part is guys, like when they took my soft cast, um, it was so weird. Hold on a second. I'm getting my meds right now as I speak. Which oh, good. Wait, which, me, well, which meds? You know, th this is interesting to me because, you know, first of all, Joe's what? Is it 21, 22 years, you know, sober and all that stuff? Years. And 23? Yeah. Yes. 23 years, excuse me. And, you know, when you have a major surgery like this, you're in pain oh. like this, the first thing they do is shove you with the opiates and all, yeah. all that stuff. So, so how was that, Joe? You know, coming out of this in the pain you are, and all these, I can't even remember what are the drugs they put you on. 
Well, yeah, it's it's horrible, but like you know, the pain the pain is such a high pain that yeah. you know your body will do whatever it takes. I know. And listen, I told <clears> you, man. I'm point where I'm like, whatever. Somebody said, you know, put your finger here, sniff this, and lick that. Will you do it? Yes. Yeah, exactly. You do that anyway. That's I mean, what does that mean? You do that anyway. So I mean, that's true. But you know, my, it's just that a whole time high of just. Yeah, the pain towards like okay. I mean, your your body and you and your mind will do anything you can to take the pain away. You know what's good about this, Joe, and nothing's good about what you're going through right now. But you know, I've had multiple surgeries, had my disc removed, my back. I had an accident where I have a titanium rod in my left leg and five screws. And what's good is that you're not going to remember a lot of this pain because you know I know I was in crazy pain, but I think you're still in kind of a, a state of shock um, right now because of the trauma that's been put to your body, you know, to go in there. And, uh, you know, when you texted me and your, your wife did too, about this was the worst shredded tendon this doctor had ever seen in her years yeah. of, of performing this surgery. And I didn't know you had to have your ankles, your like parts of your bone shaved down and this and that, this is a major, major surgery, man. And it's what's good is that you're going to get through it. And you're going to have, uh, you know, freedom of movement that you haven't had in years. And uh, listen, I thought when I had my disc removed, my DL5, because it was ruptured on my sciatic nerve. Thank you, radio stunt gun, horribly friggin' bad. Um, and then with the leg thing, I have more movement than I've had in decades. So it's about stretching. It's about your physical therapy. And your, your wife obviously knows all about this. That's what she does. You're in good hands there, buddy. I'm just sorry you're going through this, man. And, and listen, Joe, believe me, you know, I once I once pulled uh, my hamstring. And, you know, a couple Ooh. weeks, later, couple weeks later, I was I was good, you know. But, hey, I saw firsthand the pain you were in. And I felt yeah. so bad that they're shoving you with all the opiates and what that does to you. I tried to bring you some some good some good cannabis and you know do you remember do you remember me being there? <laughs> yes, and you know what, Mark? Honestly, I uh, really appreciate you doing that. It was very kind of you to come over and and yeah. you. I've been using what you brought several times, and it's been helping. I, I've used both liquids, nice to uh, help me with this pain. And uh, when my pain seems to get higher and higher. I, to take yeah. it and goes lower and lower so good good uh, good I just Listen. sitting here battling with this and they say you know I, i'm at a a two week of probably heavy medicated right to where this operation was yeah was probably like a two week of, of you know every day heavily induced and i'm like yeah i can see that because this is no joke oh. um i'm in that much pain to where i, I thought i was going to be able to uh Thug through it with the three other surgeries I've had in my past. Going, okay, yeah. I could probably take on this much pain or whatever. And I didn't uh, realize that I, this is beating me up. Next level. Way. It's almost like. Cut, have you thought about? Is, have you thought about cutting your uh, your foot off? Dude, you see how big that cut was, dude? Oh, that cut was so <laughs> severe. It was like I hope you guys replaced everything. Like they gave me a whole new everything in there. Yeah, yeah, totally. No, I, right. I, I expect something that's shiny. Like you're gonna look beneath my skin. It's gonna have something chrome. And like, you know what I mean? Like, dude, what did you guys do to me? Yeah, you know it's good about the suture, the sutures that they do. I mean, I've got multiple scars as well that you can't even really even see anymore. So that that's not gonna be cosmetically a problem. The, the problem is gonna be just this pain and you getting through it right now. So. I got to be honest. I've known you a long time, buddy. My heart goes out to you. And uh, 
please, please take care of yourself. I know you're in good hands with your, with your wife and kids there. And, uh, if I was down in, uh, Los Angeles, I'd definitely be there to see you and give you a Hummer. Well, that'd be nice of you. You know, it's crazy too, Tanners. I actually put three holes in the back too of my tendons to stretch it out because of how it was. It was so tight. So there's actually three holes in the back of this surgery that they did, but the stitches and everything look so severe that you don't see the three holes that they had in the back. Once the soft casts and everything actually kind of heals, that's what they're going to actually put the hard cast on. So I never went soft cast to the hard cast. Oh, that's how how fucked up it is. Oh, and listen, it's, if, if you didn't see those pictures that Joe posted, it is a true, like I said before, Frank and ankle. It's a, it's a, it's, it's like Frankenstein's monster. It really is, buddy. We're going to let you go here. Um, I'm sorry you're going through so much pain, but this is going to be for the best. Um, hang in there. Okay. You guys have a great, I can be a part of it. All right, buddy. Hang in there. Let me know if you need more. I got, I got whatever you need. Text you later, buddy. Thanks guys. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Wow. Wow. Poor guy. Yeah. That, that, my heart goes out. My heart goes out to it because it truly is. I've never seen anything that horrific and yet like, you know, and people have had surgeries and this and that I've never seen a picture of an, after a surgery to where something is so grotesque and hideous. And I, I'm I'm glad he, I'm glad he's off right now because I've been through it, you know, like I said, but I, I had great doctors and I know he did too. So I think, you know, he's going to make it, he's going to get through this. And that's the good thing about surgery nowadays and, and medical technology and things like that. But wow. You know, there's, you know, there's gotta be something that there can be done for this pain. Just, just using cannabis and hemp as, as the, as the basic resource. Right. Because man, he, they just. Mark, don't you think that with what, you know, with now a Pfizer and a Johnson and Johnson investing in CBD companies and this and that, don't you think that now with the research going to be amped up, that, that the, the cannabinoid or it, cannabis itself is going to be used and it, it, they're going to figure out new new products that are going to possibly replace these opiates? Because can I, can I be honest with you? He's not going to be able to take a shit for a month. No, I know all the all the all the uh, opiates that they're that they're putting into them. And no, it's still federally illegal that until yeah. that basic stupid hurdle is covered. Yeah, the the scientists and medical community suffer because they can't do the full research that right. it should be done. I know. You know? I know. So, so we can hopefully we're, we're on the way to where people are waking up and seeing the benefits of cannabis. Um, I take CBD on a daily basis, um, you know, for anxiety, for, for pain, but I've got a really fantastic product that I got and it's, it's the best bomb Cause I've got arthritis. I, you know, I'll be 60 this year type of thing, but it doesn't matter. I, I am so obsessed with this bomb that I'm using. I've turned people onto it and it's 80 bucks a friggin' jar, but it's fantastic. So Good. I'm with you hundred percent. I don't, I don't take any opiates or anything like that. But back in the day when I did have to have surgeries, man, this was 20 years ago. They were, I was getting 90 at a time and it wasn't an issue like it is now with the opioid problem. Yeah, no. And you know what? I mean, I, I've, you know, who said the big brother said this, if people just, and it's funny because he's not going to do it, but you know, learn to grow their own, grow it right in your backyard. You can grow right. your own medicine. That's good for so many different things. And while we're talking about growing, you know, 
if you are going to grow, you're going to want to hit up Advanced Nutrients, the first and only complete growing system for cannabis that optimizes all phases of the vegetative and bloom cycles to bring your crops to their true genetic potential. Discover more at advancednutrients.com. And it's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this break. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. I'm here with Elvis... You know, all I ever get to do is read your name at the end of, and thanks. Right, 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 right. And, then, right. and that, that's my connection to you with Canvas Talk 101, and now here you that's are. okay. You know, what's going on? What, well, listen, what, you know, what's, what's, what's great about what we, you know, I've been with you guys for three years now, almost three years when we launched, and we were doing that show and uh, at that little radio station in Newport Beach. And we got that all together. Then we, you know, got the, the iHeart partnership, which is massive. Um, but I'm in Vegas. Um, I have launched uh, a brand new production company for the cannabis industry, which is exciting. Um, we are we are offering production services for dispensaries and cannabis brands um, that nobody's doing. I mean, we we are specific for the cannabis industry. Um, and if you do have a listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a free plug here, a free shameless plug. As you should. As you, if you've got a cannabis brand or a dispensary and you want to 
have engaging video content, not only for your website, for your other digital platforms, but also for your social media. We have worked with a company called Spokes Digital, and they've got we've got ways that we can produce content for your social media that will not get you kicked off of an Instagram or a Facebook or any other platform. Uh, our, our website is greenrushrevolution.com. Call us for a free uh, marketing session at 877-651-5711. And we put together, like I said, a group of proven digital marketing professionals throughout the industry that we vetted that are so fantastic. We have partnered with a video production company. We can produce content, Mark, in 20 states. So it's it's next level, and I'm super excited about it. So as you can see, Mark, I'm wearing a Rams hat. I know this is an audio podcast, but I'm wearing a Ram. I'm wearing a, a, an LA Rams hat. This is the older logo, but I I was a Rams fan when I grew was growing up in Los Angeles. Um, I remember back in the uh, '70s and early '80s, the LA Rams had you know Jack Youngblood, Jim Youngblood. Then they went to Ooh, Eric Dickerson yes. and, yes. and 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 Jim. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Jim Everett, Everett is quarter, Everett. yeah, quarterback. Jim Everett. I and listen, Super Bowl. I, I I I hope the Rams win, but I just want a good game. And I don't know when this podcast, if the Super Bowl is already over. Oh well, but I, <laughs> no, I'm this telling is you, going tomorrow. <laughs> okay, good. So I'm uh, I'm I'm actually uh, I I I would like to see the Rams win just because they're in it to win it now. What about well, they're you? Home too. They're yeah, home. They, this is no, the second the year in a row, and it's never been done before. The one of the teams is playing at home, like Tampa Bay won last year in Tampa Bay with Tom Brady, who retired, of course. But right. now the Rams are at SoFi Stadium taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. And if you, I know you're not a huge sports guy, but the Rams uh, went all in for a, a couple of players, most notably Matthew Stafford. They traded for from the yes. uh, D Detroit Lions. And he's had a, a really good year, not a great year. He's had a lot of interceptions. But I would like to see him win uh, a Super Bowl just so people can shut the fuck up, you know, and, and, and quit and quit um, quit ripping on him. Hey, he's the greatest quarterback to never win anything, but well, he's in the Super Bowl now. So, you know, I'm excited for it. That's great. No, you know? I, I, I've been thinking of a way to try to go. <laughs> How am I going to go? Because it's like iconic. They're at their, they're at home. It's here. Yeah, Mark, Mark, do you know oh. the price of tickets? I do. I, well, yeah. no, I'm not trying to pay. I'm trying no. to. Oh, I get it. I get it. But like <laughs> the, the top, to top seat, the top seats in the middle of uh, nosebleed fucking Montana, they're, they're 5,000 a piece minimum, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know? No, that, and no. then there's tickets all the way up to like 60,000 a piece down close. I mean, I, I love it. And I'm glad the Rams are in there and they're playing at home. I'd rather watch it at home. It's a better experience. It really no, is. I, it's funny because every, <laughs> every year, I talk to somebody I know who lives wherever the Super Bowl is going to be. Yeah. Right. right and right. they're like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to come out and I'm going right. to go to the Super Bowl. And come. every year I do the same thing. Yeah. I sit on my couch. I get a yeah. bag yeah. of scoops. Yes. Okay. Scoop, Frito scoops. <laughs> yes. It's Frito scoops. Oh my yeah. God. That's crazy. You mentioned Frito scoops because guess what? <laughs> my grandmother Growing up after L.A., we went to San Diego. My grandmother used to make the world's best bean dip. And we would get Fritos scoops, and it was Frito scoops in this bean dip. Oh, I love Fritos. I can't. I don't eat that kind of food anymore. I try to stay away from that much salt and fat and things like that. But, oh, I love Frito scoops. Oh, and I don't I don't eat stuff like that normally at all. But every Super Bowl every year on the Super Bowl, I think literally for the last 10 years, 
I sit on the couch with a, ba a big bag of scoops yes. and some disgusting dip of some whatever whatever right. what, what's your what's your go what's your go-to dip is it a blue cheese a french you onion know, you know what it, it's it it's a it's a mixture oh of i'll get here's what i get yeah i get blue cheese use blue oh. cheese french onion mm. and nacho cheese okay and then, uh uh the fucking spinach uh, artichoke dip oh there we go and you do the scoops the frito scoops in all of them Wow. Well, I'll take one. I'll take it, it. It'll it'll depend how I feel. I'll take one scoop and put it in one of them. I'll take another one in the other. Maybe I'll eat those together, or you know, right. I have a lot of fun with it. And by halftime, got it. I'm usually in a food coma. Yes, yeah, so straight food coma. Yeah, and it's like what? Are, and you're you're saying to yourself, "What the fuck did I just do?" But you know, listen. As long as you know it's once a year, who gives a damn? You're you're in you're in shape. You know, yeah, big exactly. deal. It's the Super Bowl. God dang it. That's I, what I I, I saw that one guy. One guy in Texas made a $4.5 million bet on the Cincinnati Bengals. It was the biggest bet, second biggest bet all time on the Super Bowl. $4.5 million. That's incredible. Yeah, I mean, or, I mean, he must have the money. He's, he's the mattress king, I guess, down in Texas. And he, <laughs> he, he makes a big bet every year, but he went with the... Uh, Right now, the line is uh, the Rams by four and a half, and he took the Cincinnati Bengals. I just want a great game. I really do. Oh, speaking of snacks and things like that, did you hear about what Pepsi's doing? Did not. <clears throat> Pepsi Pepsi is launching a hemp oil infused rock star. Oh, you do, you know the energy drink? Yeah, they they're they're launching a new rock star energy product. It's in it's infused with hemp seed oil, and it's you know they it's a rock star energy drink. It's been launched in Germany last April. It's making uh, it's making its way to the U.S. It's got caffeine, of course, but it's got hemp oil in it. And they said they're trying to attract younger female customers with this brand new product with Pepsi. What's amazing to me and great is that you're seeing all these big companies. We discussed in the last segment how um, you know companies like Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson are getting into the the CBD uh, lane with you know producing products and, and buying yeah. companies that are in that. But it's exciting to see all these big beverage companies and food companies that are now infusing, you know, THC, CBD, and hemp oil like Pepsi is doing with their brand new Rockstar. I, I think that's really, do you drink energy drinks? Oh, fuck no. You, I, I don't either. I quit. I, 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 would, I would, I would, I would, I would explode. If yeah, I don't, I don't do it either. And I, I do I two cups of, I do two cups of coffee in the morning and that's all I do. I'm, I'm no. like you, I'm an energy guy anyway. I'm a natural energy dude. But do you remember as a kid, cause you grew up a little later than I did, but drinks of our youth, we used to, I used to, I remember when I was exposed to Pepsi light. Do you remember that? Yes. It, was, yes, it had yes. like a lemon flavor to it. Oh, and then what wait. about yeah, good. Joel Cola that had tons of caffeine. That was later. Oh, that was that was like in the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> but do you remember? Do you also remember? This is this is gross. Tab. Yes. Oh, yes that was very. Gross. But it turns out that that. that that had all aspartame in it, sweet and low, and that's like that, a cancer causing. I mean, that's just awful. Mr. How about this one? Now, as a kid, you know how big I'm, I'm really into space and astronomy and things like that, because, you know, now this new telescope was just launched, this this web telescope that's like a million miles out. And we're going to see planets and solar systems and galaxies we've never seen before. And they're thinking we could see, you know, alien life, which is amazing to me. But I've always been into space and things like that. In 1969, 
when Apollo 11 launched and they did Neil Armstrong did the first walk on the moon for the United States, this and that. I remember having my mom buy this drink tang do you remember tang oh, yeah yeah oh, yeah. Uh, I, tang and and we had to, these things called these things called space sticks they were like food products in a stick that oh yeah the astronauts eat these mom i want space sticks and tang i want to be an astronaut little did you know yeah. i'd be a stupid fucking radio dj yeah. my career it's all good well, hey, well look if you if you don't have tang yeah what time is it what time it's is time it? Time. Oh, it's time time. That's right, time time. That's right. Think nice transition. <laughs> nice transition. Hey, you know, I figure from that to this to dime time. Think higher with Dime Industries. Find them in California, Arizona, and Oklahoma. Dime Industries has been a leading trusted source of clean and potent medicine using state-of-the-art hardware, including premium food-grade stainless steel glass, ceramic plates, and enhanced battery life. The 1,000 milligram cartridges are amazing. I use them every day. Check out the website dimeindustries.com or on Instagram, dime.industries. And it's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this break. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts hey guys i'm home everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker sorry i'm late everyone there was an accident at the factory monty fell into the upholstery machine don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Take a hit, get lit, and sit back and enjoy Cannabis Talk 101. 
Lean Joe Grande, Mark and Craig, the Pop Brothers at Law, your world's number one source for everything cannabis. And this show doesn't put itself together. I want to give a big thanks to Jen, Erica, Daniel, Cal, Irtiza, Christian S., Denny, Connor, Heather, Christian A., Andrew, Joffrey, Elliot, Jefferson, Cash, Cam, Salar, Nadia, Ali, Gabrielle, Trayvon, Pitt, Chris Frantino, Jennifer, and of course, Elvis, who is in the building with you right now. Boom. Thank you, Elvis, for coming in while Joe's out. Right. He's well, he's cut up and out. Big oh. Brother's on his motorcycle somewhere in blue. Yeah. I don't right. even, I mean, did he get locked in Vegas? I've been, I, what happened I don't in know. Vegas with Glad Champs? And, I, do I don't know. know well, I, I didn't go to Champs, <laughs> but I, I texted Blue a few times I, I you know, to say you know, a couple of things. Then I asked him about how did the Hustler party go. All I got back was, we crushed it. So I think the after party at the Hustler Club went well. I did see you know, a lot of pictures and things like that. I just, for me personally, uh, I did the one for the, what was that? Um, the uh, MJ BizCon, the after party yeah. there. You were there too. And that that was good. But I, I can't do more than one of those a year type of thing. <laughs> it's just, and I don't go out. I Listen, I, I'm, I'm, an, I, I, I'm to the point where strip clubs and, and, and clubs and parties and things like that, it's not my scene anymore. And I told myself years ago, Mark, when I was in like my 20s and 30s and I, you know, being in radio forever with Joe, Joe and I started doing this. That's how I met Joe in the clubs. He was a Joe. Right. Joe. Joe was a actually a bouncer, and he owned his own company called Strictly Business. He was a bouncer, and then I got him onto my show and radio in San Jose, and he was with us forever. Okay, wait. So that's how you first met Joe. Yes. Okay. So no, I know you've 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 popped in and you've been doing some uh, some of the episodes and stuff. Has has anyone ever really gotten to your background uh, for our audience and like really dug into Yelvis? No, not yet. No, no, I don't think so. We, well, well, I want to do that right now. All right. We kind of discussed that. First of all, um, I, I've been with uh, Cannabis Talk 101, helping you guys out since for almost three years now. No, I know. We, Where'd you go to college? Uh, I Well, I, I went to high school in San Diego in Del Mar, Torrey Pines High School. And then I went out. Um, I went up to Portland after that. And I went to two years of junior college at Portland Community were College. You, were you on the mic in high school doing stuff? No, not, at, not in high school. In high school, I was in the theater. And okay. I was always, I was a, what fellow, a public house and a bed when other people sleep. My God, man. I was doing all kinds of, I was always, you know, what's crazy. What was your first play? The, my first play was called State of the Union. It How was old a political, I was 17 or, I was 16 or 17 and I got a lead. And I was like, oh my God, this script is huge and this and that, but I killed it. And then what's really funny, my next play in high school was Frankenstein. And I was Victor Von Frankenstein. And the guy that we had to play the monster, he was like 6'10". And his name was Tony DuPont. And he was like this. And it was really good. And I was this intense Dr. Frank, Vin, Victor Frankenstein. And I would, my God, man, you're alive. You're alive. You know, that type of stuff. So I did that. When did you I, notice the abilities you had with that voice? The voice. Well, I was, always, I, I, would always, I was always in high school. It's a, it, I would always get a good part because I've got a big voice and it would project. And I had some acting skills. Not the best, but I know I had some. And then I went up to Portland Community College and I go, what the hell am I going to take? And I saw this radio broadcasting. Hmm. I'm going to try <laughs> this. And I, I met people that I still that I still to this day, I, I go back and forth with in 1980, I started this and I got two years out, got my AA degree. And then I took a year off just partying because I was young. You know, I was 20 years old, went oh, back yeah. to San Diego. And then my mom goes, you got to go back to school. I go, where? She goes, I'm going to get you into Oregon State. So I did a year of Oregon State 
uh, up in Corvallis, Oregon, small town. But I went and I went into the radio TV broadcasting program there where I was on the local, I was on the station at Oregon State, uh, the Beavers, by the way. And then I also, I started doing, I was the lead anchor at the TV station on the sports show there. So I was doing all this stuff. And I mean, I'm like 20 years old. And I also got my first commercial radio job there on a country station called KFAT, K-F-A-T. And I, I just, got, I thought to myself, this is for me. So after that one year of college at Oregon State, Mark, I, I put out three air checks and those are like a demo, a demonstration of what you sound like. I, and they were on, listen, this is so long ago. They were on cassette and I would send these out. I put out three cassettes and I got two job <laughs> offers. My first job oh. offer, my first job was in Reno, Nevada. And I, I went there and I started doing, uh, my, my first station there was beautiful music. It was called Unforgettable. And they made me wear a tie to work. And I'm playing Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra, big bands, you know, that type of music. I moved on to a top 40 station where I was doing overnights. And I kind of jumped around a bit. I went to Portland, Oregon, back to Eugene, Oregon. And then I had the really good luck of going back to San Diego. Well, not good luck. My grandmother had cancer and I had to take care of her. So I quit the, the station in Eugene, Oregon, went back. And then I started working at the number one station called Q106 in San Diego. And that's where I got this name. I've told this story before on the podcast where they pull me in, they go, Hey, uh, you, we want you to, uh, we want you to do 10 to two at night. And we want you to do six to 10 on Saturday nights to be our party guy. I'm like, Oh my God. I'm in San Diego. I get to work in my hometown on the number one station and wear a tank top and bathing suit to work. And, but they said, listen, we want you to do this, but we were trying to, to appeal to the Latinos. And so we want you to change your name. I'm like, no problem. And we got two choices for you, Elvis Medina or Paco Lopez. And I thought, man, I'm, I'm a six foot three Irish, Dutch, German, God knows what mutt. I can't pull off the Paco Lopez. People are going to laugh. So I, I took the Elvis. Elvis Medina and then I, I did that for three years there. Went to Sacramento for a year, went to, you, you move around a lot in radio, man, because you just tried to work up the ladder, went to Phoenix for a year. Then I got hired in San Jose and that's where I met Joe. I was doing afternoons, Joe, I was doing all the, all the clubs in San Jose. Right. And I was doing all these clubs and I met Joe and right away we hit it off. You know, first of all, he was my pot dealer. Um, and so <laughs> imagine that. And, and Mark, I've told this story before the worst pot dealer ever. Cause the, the pot was okay, but he would pinch off my bags so bad. I'm like, I'm going, this is 70 bucks. Yeah. It's great stuff. Yeah. He, he, he admits it. He, he was, he was, it was, the bags were really light, but then that we was got his to, handling I, fee. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. And Joe was a mess back then. He was just a mess on drugs. He's a mess then. He's a mess now. But I got, I had, I had Joe Grande, uh, on my show in the afternoons and I had him doing crazy stunts. He was my van driver. And then I was approached by another guy that to do mornings in San Jose because the morning show there really sucked balls really bad. And so we, we got, we got approached by the, the, the management at the station in San Jose. We want you to do mornings. And we went on and we, I brought Joe with me and we friggin' killed it. We were number one in three months. And then three months in San Francisco station got in contact with us. Hey, uh, you guys are fantastic. Would you come to San Francisco? We're like, are you friggin' kidding me? So we had to sit out another three months, went to San Francisco and our show, the Doghouse, killed it. We just yes. went in gorilla style, killed it. We, in three months, we were number one there in market number four. And we were bought like four times. And then we went on to 
being the number one show in the Bay Area for almost 12 years. Then after that, we got let go. We beat them at arbitration. It was total bullshit in San Francisco. My partner and I, Joe went on to LA and my partner and I went to San, went to New York City. CBS hired us. We did the first show out of Howard Stern's studio after he left for Sirius XM in, in 2006. And we wow. killed that too because we were aggressive, funny, and it was it was talk radio. The, the morning guy um, before us in New York City was David Lee Roth from Van Halen. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. But he only lasted he only lasted he only, yeah, he only lasted 90 days and they they kicked his ass out. And then we were we left uh, New York after 2 years. I've been bouncing around a little bit. But right now I'm into something really cool like I mentioned before where we uh, we've launched a production company specifically for the cannabis industry and I'm telling you it's 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 next level. We've already got a couple of clients after four days of launching this. We're talking to big companies to produce their video content, and nobody's doing this. By the way, that company is GreenRushRevolution.com. If you're a cannabis industry, uh, cannabis brand, a cannabis dispensary, and you want to up your game video-wise, just give us uh, check out the website. Give us a call 877-651-5711. That's my that's my story right there, Mark. I love your story, man. I think, <laughs> I, I think that the I get to soak up so much stuff from you and Joe with this the rate your experience stuff. Because now you know five what six years ago, Blue came in my office and said, "You guys want to be on the radio, talk radio?" I went, "Oh, what do we do? Not just talk." I we don't. I didn't know right. nothing from uh, just doing that. You know, yeah. I don't have a performance background and stuff. But still, yeah. Uh, as Joe, as I happily say. When I first met Joe and first watched him, I yeah. mimicked. <laughs> I was, you know, I, I was watching and learning right from the folder he had in there and the, just the way. I taught him. Living. I taught him. I taught him a lot. I, I taught him a lot because he was totally green when I got him. And then, but what what makes me very proud is he went on to work with a big boy, Ryan Seacrest, yeah. NBC Sports. Oh, yeah. He was he was at uh, AM 570 in Los Angeles, and he took it a long way with sports radio and things like that. But <laughs> I'm I'm so glad where he's at. He's a total pro. I hate to say that. I'm not. I'd never say that if he was on right now. But he it's <laughs> he it's, it's just right it's just good in my heart. Like I, I've known Joe almost 30 years, and it's just, it, it's good to see where he's gone and where where you guys have gone as far as Cannabis Talk 101. And I've told you this, Mark, many times. I'm, I respect you, what you do, your hustle every day, uh, you know, growing your brand and things like that. So I'm going to cry, man. I'm going to cry. Oh, man, no, don't do that. Because you All know right. what? Are, are you looking for high-quality seeds? If you yes. are, then head to rocketseeds.com or on Instagram at rocket underscore seeds for trusted Cannabis Seeds, Rocket Seeds is a trusted source for thousands of quality cannabis seeds at fair prices. Head to rocketseeds.com. And you know what? It was great hanging out with you, Elvis. Yes, I'm going to be in Vegas. Nice. Well, in May for okay. yeah, G4, G4 Live. Live. Oh, no, we're, we're, we'll be there. My, my partner and I, Zeta Seti at uh, Green Rush Revolution, we're going to be all over it because, you know, you know you, what, what you're working on and what we're working on also about that new exciting, uh, I'm not going to say anything about it, but uh, you know what I'm talking about. I do, and it, I do. And, and, I, and Mark, now I have all these resources to help you and your brand with what we're moving into, um, you know, as far as video and things like that. So we, we got a lot of talking to do and a lot of we stuff do. like that. Yeah, so to produce just ex ex exemplary contact for the industry. No, absolutely. I look forward to that. I look forward to getting out more great content, both educational and entertaining. 
Always fun stuff here at Cannabis Talk 101. And remember this, if no one else loves you, we do. do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.